uh, a didn't signal booster. I did for a free ride. What now? Y'all ready? Are we uh, rolling? I guess so. We, we got nothing, but maybe that could be fun. I got it. I don't have a damn thing. That's right. 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 That's Welcome. Here we are. Coming at you hot. Um, we're looking at, fuck, I didn't know, I didn't think to look at what episode we're on. Episode 63. <laughs> wow. Season, Season three, three, episode 10. Damn, we're really cranking these babies Are we out. sure? Are we still season three? <laughs> Are we not gone to four yet? <laughs> Lord have mercy. I would love a season finale. That would be fun, huh? <laughs> Coming at you. Well, we never know when they're going to end. It's like, uh, hey, it's like the episode of um, Family Matters. They didn't know they were going to end. So it's Urkel getting shot in the space, and then it ends. Getting shot in his face? Yeah, it's a cliffhanger by accident. It shot into space. Not shot in his Urkel, face. Urkel goes to space. Oh, Not, not in his <laughs> face. <laughs> That's what I thought he was like. Bam! Black screen. <laughs> TV like fucking, continued. Straight Sopranos like, oh ending. God. That's what they were the first ones to do the Sopranos <laughs> ending. It's like I feel like I would have heard about this if <laughs> Urkel got murdered on the last episode. No, he got uh, shot into space, and then they meant to finish it out in a more fluid way, but they it got canceled, and so that's just how it ended. Mm. I mean, we're the family matters of podcasts. I'll tell you where that show was headed is that uh, they had a good idea for an episode and it was to shoot Urkel into space. So I don't know that it was any, it was was going uphill after that. It It sounds like they were on the scraping the bottom of the the barrel. Any hoozle. Where do you think he was headed in space? I got to guess. Uranus. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Oh, for the listener, hilarious. Enoch is laughing hysterically at his own joke. No, I'm laughing hysterically. <laughs> they came up with a name for a planet, and on the list was Uranus, and they kept it. Can't tell what's worse. As far as now, the single person at. was like, "Yo, hang on, like, <laughs> am I crazy? <laughs> like, I hate to be that guy, but." Well, we're off to a great start here. Welcome Ooh. back. Um, coming at you from a muggy uh, Thursday evening. The weather really kicked it up a notch here the past week or so. But what Old the fuck's damn. been going on? We were I was in the mountains for like a week and it was beautiful, and then I came here and it's like fucking a million degrees right. and two thousand percent worst. humidity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it's. Uh, I'm not sure if you noticed we're actually located um, in the south and it's snowing. <laughs> One of them things. Southern weather. Know what I'm saying? I'm normally pretty good with it, but I think that the fact that I was gone to a place that had much better more comfortable weather and then i'm brought back into it for the first time of the year it seems like it fucked me up more than it normally does what were you up to yeah i saw i saw some pictures of uh leona fishing i saw some uh she went fishing yeah yeah i didn't i didn't make it to the lake what, nathan are you are you telling me you're a seasons guy are you one of these 
No, I normally don't give like, a shit. I don't. I, I wouldn't live in California. I like. I need. I need. I need seasons. I truly believe that I, I could live anywhere with any weather, and I'd be used to it in a week. <laughs> like if it was. Yeah, who gives a shit? If I'm, it was cold as shit, put a jacket on. If it's hot as fuck, just start wearing less clothes, and you'll eventually be fine in like a couple days. I'm just. I, I wish think, I was like that. I can't do the hot. I. Can't I, do I think it fucks me up. What it is up. right now, I can't do. Really? See, I. Matt, I'm kind of okay. I mean, I need like I need like a fan or something, like a breeze or something like that. But if you put a ceiling fan on me, I can pretty much live with however hot it is. Well, yeah, because you're staying. I mean, I like the heat. We like it's a weird time because we're staying in a lot now, so it's a little different. Mm-hmm. But if you're just I'll- out doing your daily shit, it's like, for me at least, it's fucking brutal. I will say the um, the mask is unpleasant, necessary. But uh, it definitely does not help during this weather to be wearing I think, a mask. I think all my masks have shrunk very slightly, but significantly when you have as big a head as I have in the washer machine. And now they're all like basically <laughs> sliding off my face constantly. I think I need new masks that are a little bit bigger. To clarify, are you saying you couldn't fit your head into the washing machine? Or are you saying that in the washing <laughs> machine, the, the Ka-ding, mask? Ka-ding, ka-ding. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The- what are you washing? It's like it's uh it's like it just slides up my chin constantly. For me, my issue is that if I tie it even one little bit too tight, then immediately between seven and twenty six percent of my mustache is in my mouth. Like if it's just enough to then it's all in my mouth. Right. And it's immediately very uncomfortable. That's why you gotta shave it all off like I did. Well, except, well, you no. didn't save the mustache off, though. That's no, I kept the mustache. That's true. I trimmed it. I just oh, well, trim my shit. Well, the the reason we're all wearing masks is obviously the global pandemic. And I'm here to tell you, one check-in chit-chat catch-up topic I have is I went to go get tested. COVID-19. And how'd so, it go? And, so, I, and I'll let you know the results. You said you were saving the results for the pod. Right after this. Hell yeah. There's that song wow. you love. There's that song you love. Well, as I said, here we are. My results for COVID. Negative. Negative. negative, negative. negative. <laughs> so, And you're positive that you're negative. Posy, baby. Did they stick a thing up your nose? That's good. Glad to hear it. Oh, here, well, yeah. Boy, do they stick a thing up your nose. Uh, it was over pretty quickly, but it, I'm, I'm glad I did it, but it was a very unpleasant like five seconds. It, uh, they stick a swab further into my nasal cavity than I've ever really experienced anything going in. Like it feels, it feels like your brain is being poked. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing. <clears throat> and but, and if, within within a couple of minutes after that, I was kind of over it. It was just I felt just like a weird sensation. Uh, and yeah, and uh, Daniel Thomas, shout out, a former and future guest of the pod. He was there. He was still waiting in his car to get his number 
called as I was leaving and was kind of asking me how it was. And then he texted me an hour or so later saying, like, man, they had to, like, poke me, like, three different times in both <laughs> – in both holes because Why? he kept like he kept tensing up and squirming. Oh, that would be they me. Couldn't get, 100%. They couldn't get far enough in as they needed to, and it just he really was like that was fucking. The horrible. doctors would just tell me I had it and tell me to leave. Like they would be so sick of me so fast. Like <laughs> just assume you gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah, then, I, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't think there's a route to the brain through the nasal canal. I'm not positive about that. I know you can get to the brain through the eye. No, I don't think there is either. I, th- they, I think that the. Nasal cavity goes to the back of your throat. Yeah. I know that they, um, that's how they used to do lobotomies, is they would push your eyeball to one side and put the, the like, ice pick through that, where your tear duct area is, and scramble your brain. Huh. Yowza. Which, Nathan, you can probably get that done, too. Like, get a BOGO. Just go ahead and knock get it COVID out. COVID and, and a lobotomy <laughs> all at once. But yeah, uh, UNC Health has been doing a few little pop-up events, events, uh, whatever you would call them. <laughs> where the fuck is? It? So, did you ever figure out Pop-ups. where they were listed? I, I was, could I was not figure that out right off the bat. I went to the website, but I couldn't find much, which is odd. So, to, to second you though, Matt uh, Conchi. Pr- yeah, she was prior- right before me. Oh, she, really? Okay, so prior her, and future guest of the pod, yeah. she said she had a really hard time. She said when she, like, called the place, they were like, uh, we're not having COVID tests. And then, like, when she got there, they were. But, like, what, whatever the organization system is is a little bit tricky. See, that she said it was kind of confusing. It looked, it looks confusing because – so next weekend, I, I'm going to a socially distant funeral for my granddad who passed away, like, yeah, two months like, ago maybe, three months ago at this point. Whenever oh, – during, during quarantine – I mean, it, it, nothing sad. He was old and like, you know, it was un, not unexpected and he went peacefully. So it's had all a good fine. Run. Yeah. Yeah. He had a, he had a real Plus good on run. Death row. So, but, uh, <laughs> uh, and so, but I was thinking about getting, trying to get tested before I go with hang out even outside in a, like a yeah yard with my family. Cause some of them, like my mom and some other people are like definitely high risk for for that type of thing and i was thinking it might be nice just to go get tested beforehand but but i was looking on the website i couldn't really figure out when the next time they're doing this stuff is i'll i'll as soon as i see one i'll send it your way i like i said i saw mine through people just reposting it but when i actually go to the unc health thing it's hard to navigate through i, I don't know yeah yeah it was a little confusing I don't, and then yeah to your point of conchi being like having a hard time too i saw i don't know if it's like her roommates or just like a buddy group who have been quarantined together but they they were like literally right before me and uh, hopefully that all turned out well. If you saw yeah. her, I assume it was. I don't want to hit. I, yeah, I don't want to violate hip violate, but I know that she Spo- also. Spoiler just, alert! She also texted me to say, "Heads up, I don't have corona. I don't have COVID nineteen. <laughs> well, we're all. Well, I guess I started to say we're all. Y- y'all don't know. I'm, I'm negative. I, I gotta go. I, I'm. I'm less exposed. And well, but now that we're back, I mean, I have a mask on all the entire time, but. I don't know. The whole thing is. Didn't you say well, you had a real, uh, a real horse's ass? Tried to cause a hard time. Yeah. So for the listener, Nice Price Books is now open. Nice Price Junior is still closed. Nice Price is now open. Uh, Twelve to seven, Monday through Sunday. Masks required. Only enter the front door. Exit out the back. But we we did a soft open. We didn't tell anybody because we just didn't know how it was going to go. And I've never had to re- ask someone to put on clothing before, like in that <laughs> setting. Uh, so it's usually just, he's oh, asking them to take it off. Hey now, Bazinga! Um, Damn, damn son. son. 
uh, for the listener, I'm doing that thing where you're kind of like, like pulling out your collar. Um, anyhow, Ada, I, it, I didn't know how it was going to go, how it would feel with the first person be a total asshole. I don't know. It was not the first person, but it was the first couple of people. There was one dude who just wanted to cause he, – he wanted to be he wanted to be difficult, and I think he wanted to like get into an argument, and I just – what do we say? Kill, didn't we talk about this already? Kill him with kindness? I was, I was like – We I, talked I about actually, it last I night. I want to actually kill someone with kindness. Like, I'm going to try to kill this guy with kindness. <laughs> what was he Sadly, saying? he survived, but uh, he, he walked in. He's like, I, I don't got a mask. Like, I, I don't have a mask on. And I was like, yeah, we've got masks for you. They're free. My mom made them. Um, they're right over there. And he was like, shout out. Yeah, they're big shout out. Well, for any number of reasons, the best person I've ever known. But anyway, um, they, uh, he, he did that. And then he made a lot of references and questions about, um, oh, hey, you still got all your windows. Um, are you worried about getting looted? Are you blah, blah, blah? Like he was just like trying to have to discuss guy. things that he, that were going to be what he thought would be controversial. And like, he was kind of baiting me, I think, into some sort of conversation. So I just like played like the total dumbass and was like, oh no, our windows are are, are in, they're right there. You can see them. Like the windows are right there. They're fine. And then like I just Weird. pretended like I didn't know what he was talking about at all. Essentially, I've had um, such a hard time. I would have told that guy to go fucking eat shit, and I'd have probably ended up. <laughs> you're right. right. So like, I think I've had, had the, such it, a had hard time. Been, yeah, had the store been empty, it would have been a much better situation. But there was a couple other people in there, and I was like, you know, I I don't think I can really just like go off on this dude right now. Hold on one sec. Um. For the listener, Nathan has left us. We, dude, we, we had a big old mamma jamma. <laughs> Slamma jamma. <laughs> my buddy yeah, said, apparently I don't like the rain. Yeah, like that. My, my, my man has been trying to fucking harass me for the last two nights. Pretty sure it's the same one. Last night got away. Wait, wait, hang on. You're, you're saying you think this one roach has been coming after you for the last two nights? 100%. Yeah. My favorite part was uh, <laughs> my favorite part was Leona like opened the door like a sweet yeah sweetie. yeah like it was a cat it was like and letting let it out. letting it out and then all of a sudden you come into the frame with a shoe like kata <laughs> <laughs> oh no he's trapped <laughs> open the door well <laughs> Nathan hits it with a shovel kata <laughs> I mean yeah you should have shot it dude get that AR now this that's the only reason let I would ever get rounds. a gun. Just oh, you're like a blast out of fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> turn, turn off the TV. Turn off the microwave. <laughs> but yeah, these these like huge ones, like th like three inch plus, have been like in our house last two nights. The, this muggy weather, yo, dude, fucking it's insane it. rain. We've had more. We've had it like every night. If I like, if I go downstairs and like turn the light on, there's always at least one running around. They like they say whoever the fuck they is. They, they always say something. Uh, but they say that the big They're ones are the ones you. Shit. God, they won't shut up. Um, <laughs> they say the bigger ones are the ones you don't have to worry about because they don't. There's not more where that came from. I guess the smaller ones are the ones you like really got to worry about. But well, let me go ahead and yeah, tell you something you... about those big ones. A lot scarier than the little small ones. So I don't care what <laughs> yeah, they say. I still I don't want those either. <laughs> One of them looks like a monster that could kill me. <laughs> yeah. One of them looks like an ant. Yeah, Nathan, which one do you want to crawl into your open mouth while you're sleeping? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Those big ones, I'm, I'm there. I ain't fucking with them. Calling Liz immediately. <laughs> Wiz, calling the, calling the teenager Wiz! into the room to handle it. 
Well, there's a need an anvil. There's a roach in here. But sorry about that, y'all. What were we talking about? I don't even COVID or something. I don't know. Who knows? Um. Uh, oh, we were discussing that. Um. Oh, you, that the cool store. guy I had in the store. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, nah, yeah, but yeah. other than that, it's been chill. I will say we've given out an obscene number of masks. Uh, I thought we would like have to give away a few because people wouldn't have them. Um, but instead, a huge number of people do not have masks. But part of that is because we did not announce. We intentionally did not announce we were opening because we want people to show up, obviously, but not too many people. Like, we don't want the store to be crowded. So, which is also self-defeating, then we shouldn't be open. But we don't want to be open, if I'm being honest, but we got fucking rent to pay. But keep the thing the, is, keep is that. Keep the gimmicks in the mail called bills. Exactly. This is damn gimmicks. Um, <laughs> the thing is, is that so many people were just like running by or like, oh, I went to Cup of Joe. I didn't expect to be shopping. Oh, shit. I need a mask. I don't have my mask on me. We Impulse have masks, by. so they come Well, also, time. you should have one when we went to Cup of Joe. Yeah, if they're... I, so that's... We, I, that's I feel the, like... I I appreciate that you're giving people masks, but especially with people like that fucking guy, I think you should have told him to go eat shit. And um, I think that anyone that is out there without a mask, doesn't have their own, shouldn't be allowed in the store either. It should be part of your, like, daily routine at this point. Like, grab your keys, grab your phone, grab your mask. Like, if yeah. you're going into public, just, why, like, why not? I'm yeah, not telling – obviously, y'all know that. I'm just saying, hey, if any of you are listening out there, just get into the mode of it. Come on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I and mean, you know we, what? It, it's it's fucking – minds of it, though, because we're giving away masks. So we're like, well, now someone has a mask. But also, that person didn't have one before, which is kind of concerning. And too. the masks are for other people's sake. So you can say all you want that you don't give a fuck, but we it's, still get a lot it's of to help though, others. Right? So if you don't want to wear a mask, then you're saying fuck other people. Well, so also, I've, I was just in the mountains. <laughs> I was just in the mountains, and – who have much lower numbers, and I was expecting to see a bunch of rednecks because we were in Waynesville. We weren't in Asheville, and we stopped sure by Hendersonville, too. I felt like did it was a much, higher use, once while much higher use of masks out there than I see in Raleigh, which I thought I was fucking shocked by. Interesting. I mean, clearly yeah, there were some uh, dipshits here and there, but, like, for the most part, everybody was wearing a mask. Yeah, it's uh, – I've been – the thing that was weird to me as far as just anecdotally – mask stuff at the store is that it does not seem to be any specific uh particularly as far as age is concerned they're like young there's tons of young people that don't have them and old people that don't have them and people in the middle that don't have them there's no like separate it, it appears to be like pretty evenly spread across the uh the spectrum as far as well the old people that don't have them are fucking republicans the young people that don't have them are fucking dipshits and the people in the middle i hope they die <laughs> Okay, uh, for the listener, that was Nathan Price. Do you want to give your? You have an email. Nathan Trice. Oh shit, Nathan Trice. Damn, you give Real him a name, fucking no full name. You want to give mega? You want to give his address or what? I'll give you my fucking address. You don't want to wear wear a fucking mask. Come see me. Holler <laughs> at him. Uh, um, but it, it's also weird because we don't like. Uh It's it's very conflicting and weird feeling to be at the store now. I'll say that. Yeah, and and. What am I trying to say here? We don't know shit. We don't, we're not trying to act like we know shit, but we're just trying to play it safe, and we hope we're just urging y'all to play it safe as well. Why not? It doesn't take a lot to put on a mask. We don't At know this shit point, if, if, you're, if, you're, knows he wants you dead. if you're not wearing a mask, I think you should go fuck yourself and die because I have, <laughs> I have family members who are very high risk who have been forced, like today, for example, my mom, who's fucking flooring, AC, like over-condensated, and she has to get new flooring done this week now randomly. 
And so now you have to be fucking worried about these dipshits out there that are like working at her house that probably aren't wearing masks on the on the right because she was just had another crew out there that was doing her hot water heater because that shit went out. And uh, you're just like, if you're not wearing a fucking mask, you know what? There's a fucking 60 something year old lady that has a horrible, horrible case of MS. And you're just being such a pile of shit by not wearing one. Like, it's just fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, no, yeah, it's not perfect, but it's 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 something. Like, I, at least act like you fucking care. <laughs> yeah, that that's the issue is that there's so many people that think that they look at the 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 doom of coronavirus and they're like, dude, no matter what happens, blah blah blah. It's like, well, you know, like, well, at least give it a shot. Like, damn, like at least think about another person in the world for once. It's it's insane. Um, These people are fucking but, crazy. Uh, Let's keep rolling here. Yeah, uh, is there on a positive to a, talk about. No, well, on a positive tip. Speaking of something you would never see happening, people you would expect to kind of like be against the grain when it comes to progressive movements. No offense, Enoch. Uh, <laughs> where's this going? NASCAR. Am no, I against NASCAR progressive things. NASCAR. Oh, oh, hell yeah. Okay, yeah. Let's you're talk you're about a this. fan of this thing, as am I. I'm, I. I didn't mean it to sound the way it came out. Uh, but they even fucking banned the Confederate flag, and if they can fucking do it. You can do it if you're shopping at a fucking record store. Like you're, <laughs> like you have to have some fucking common sense. Give me a break. I, I will say this: I um, am thrilled they did it. Uh, as someone who th- was taught and then also too willingly believed a lot of the myths of the Civil War for most of my life, uh, like. It's crazy. If you had told, I just did not see. I didn't think they'd ever do it. We talked about it a little bit last night. We watched the yeah race when we were watching the race via yeah, Zoom, but. and I couldn't even believe me eyes when I saw it. I thought it was a. I thought it was an onion thing. I couldn't even. <laughs> I was hole. like, holy shit! They really did that. And then they did. And, and also the requirement to stand during the national anthem. That's something that they haven't. That hasn't been making the rounds as much. But they also did that. I'm like, damn, NASCAR is like doing some moves right now. Yeah, Wait, and it's funny what was the second they, one? Oh, sorry. They they don't they no longer require you to stand for the national anthem. Hmm. I mean, this is such small shit that should have been done fucking ten years ago. Sure, right, but of course. But also, there's but the other people that, that haven't doing, done that. Yeah. <laughs> if they can do it, it's just it makes me think like maybe something is happening here because I wouldn't. Have yeah. been, I would have never saw that happening. Yeah. Pe- there are people that have less to risk by those decisions than NASCAR does that haven't made as bold decisions. It's small, and but it's though, like- though, as you're saying, it is a small thing to, to do comparatively to all the things we need to do. I will still give them a lot of credit for like, that's going to cost them some stuff. Also, I don't know if you saw this one asshole. Uh, uh, what was his name? Daniel Cicerelli, I want to say. Uh, so he's like a truck series driver. He announced his retirement immediately after they uh, posted they were banning the Confederate flag. He was like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to race. Um, so he's he's fifty and he drives in the truck series like part time. It's like if a guy who's the third string to the third string to the backup catcher for the Mudcats is like, hey, heads up, New York Yankees. I'm I'm not gonna play. <laughs> like he has absolutely yeah. no hope of yeah. being impactful driver whatsoever. And he's using it entirely as like a PR stunt to grow his like Facebook page, I guess. Well, um, I, it, but he was clowned in t- like he was clowned by every single um, remotely reputable. NASCAR and also the fan response has been much more positive than I thought it would be. Now, granted, I'm seeing it on social media, which is obviously not at the track necessarily. I'm sure there are some people that are pissed. Wish off we there. were there. God damn, dude. God, dude, <laughs> oh, you have no yeah, idea the, the first I, night race what, uh, in Martinsville that we. That's what I was. At. I was fucking. <laughs> was like, I, I'm sure that there's a shitload of code switching. Like I'm sure there's just a lot of 
fucking mag there's more MAGA flags than there used to be. I'm sure there's all kinds of horrible shit still there. Of well, course, in of every course. single step of the way in every world. But like, I also wonder if there are people who thought more progressively, who didn't feel safe or like that it was a risk to talk about it, and now feel like they can be more bold in the in the at the track in the garage if they're drivers. That I certainly think even just within the drivers, there are people who have spoken up that have would have never said anything before. So like, there has been progress. Is there a gigantic hill to climb in NASCAR? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But like. Also, has, also, it's like NASCAR straight has up so boring to watch. Like, they're Ooh, the see, that, that actually is much more bothersome than any of the other things you've said tonight. That's no, it's so great. <laughs> it's I understand so bad. <laughs> how you, how you treated that cockroach? That's uh, way better than what you just said to Enoch. <laughs> I, I tell you, if I'd have known you were gonna say that, I would have been rooting harder for the cockroach. Uh, <laughs> NASCAR rips. Nathan Sorry, sucks. too long. NASCAR sucks. <laughs> Everybody hates it. Least popular of the major sports, they're kind of fun to go to, but nothing else. Um, what else y'all do? I got tested for COVID. I uh, watched the race last night. Let's see what else have I done. That's pretty much it. I've listened to some records. Have y'all listened to any records? Oh, I have. Hell yeah. What? Enoch, oh, had, I had a, I had a yeah. question for you. Um, so I've been listening to a lot of new records recently. Was last week like a date that everything got pushed to? Or what's the significance of last Friday? Because it seems like 10 records came out. Like what happened? Like So that's been happening. So for example, one. Uh, so I'm trying to think of an example. Secret Canadian, for example, when all this stuff hit, they shifted. So they shifted everything back, almost everything back one month from when it was going to be released. Mm-hmm. And then they also deleted a couple of release dates and com- and combined some, and they distribute like a bunch of labels, like independent labels. And a lot of people, when this stuff first hit, started picking like June and July to push their releases to, yeah. thinking, "Oh, it might be cleared up by then." Now, obviously, it isn't, but because of that, a lot of release dates are starting to like pile on top of each other. Similar to like, remember when uh, previous guest Kate, uh, what was her name? Van Van V. What do we say? Kate Van V. Uh, shout out. She was talking about how like, oh yeah, when people do go back on tour, oh my God, every band in the world is going to be on tour simultaneously. Yep. That's starting to happen with some records, particularly digitally. A lot of the plants were shut down when they were pressing records up. So, so that's, much stuff is delayed. That's, that's what tricky. I was wondering. Cause I, I noticed that like run the jewel, jewels, no age, um, run the jewels like was, I think an entirely things. politically, politically motivated release. That well, record had already been announced to us. It, it, and then they, they released it on Wednesday, but it was scheduled for a Friday. They only released it a couple days early. Oh, was it that Friday it was going to be released? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was like another week or two. I know the vinyl is already scheduled for like August. It was our, we, we had already ordered it before it had, come, like it had been digitally released. Um, which, by the way, if you want a copy at Nice Price, let us know. RTJ4. Have, have either of y'all bumped it? I know people were flipping, it, flipping about I, it's it. It's good. It's, it I just... think it's better than the last one. It's closer to like the earlier stuff. It's, it's still like a little bit bigger and broader than like the earlier, earlier shit where like LP was just like producing Killer Mike's record and shit, but like it's I, I was into it. I haven't listened to it a ton because so many things have come out. I've listened to like everything like a couple times, but um, it's got some they're, real they're good like tracks. A, yeah, there's like they have a formula that clearly works. So it's like anything they put out, I know that it's gonna See, be solid. And, and you know so what? I feel like, like the- this one might be less formulaic. I think that that's what happened with the last one. Like it was great because like it's like the same thing with like the Ramones. Like they got kind of know what they're doing, but like. There's good, better records than others still within that same formula, and I feel like this is one of their better ones. Of the 
they just have three, right? This, this is the fourth. This one. is the fourth, fourth. one. Okay. But then they also have like, like I said, like they also have LP produced like a Killer Mike solo record, and like they have some other. They've been doing sure, stuff sure. for a while. They collab a lot. Yeah, yeah. Do we know who who did he kill? Killer Mike. <laughs> Michael. Yeah. Who Dude, he's did, killing, is like killing them bars. The Mike, baby. Mm. Oh, it's Killer Mike M I C. I didn't realize. <laughs> But no, yeah, I I have not listened to that a ton. I've been seriously listening to this fucking Perfume Genius record to the point where I feel like everybody's tired of hearing it around me. I started to... I didn't, Everybody. I didn't, two people. Liz and, no, Liz and yeah. Leona are sick of Nathan. <laughs> when, so when we did the um, album recap of the year so far last week, I didn't bring this up because I assumed someone else was going to, because it's on every fucking list yeah, so far. Same. It's like everyone seems to like this, and I and for that reason I weirdly haven't spent too much time with it. I figured it would just uh, well I'll get to it eventually. But. So yeah, I, I hadn't listened to it a ton, and then the other day I was in the store. We weren't open yet, and I was just like looking at the new releases. Like, what I should play something. Let me see what this. I haven't heard all these yet. And I decided I'd already listened. I'd like played it once, but not paying close attention. I played it again, and both me and Dev were both like, "What is this?" Like he kept saying, "Like who is this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's that new Perfume Genius." And like four more songs later, like, "Hey, who is this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's still a new Perfume Genius. It's actually it's, sick. I didn't expect. Yeah, like, I didn't know. It's that, more uh, upbeat and fun than I expected it to be. At least sonically. Yes. I'm yeah. not judge though. I haven't listened to the lyrics super close, but um, no, it's a fun record for a lot of it. Um, and I did see a beautiful Twitter exchange he had with someone. Um, I, I think uh, I saw the same one. Yeah, some dude tried to like call him out for being like against Republicans, and was like, "Aren't you about like it, like? Oh yeah, aren't you interested in unity and bringing people together? Isn't that why you make music?" <laughs> he just wrote back, "No." He said, "I want to fight <laughs> Tucker Carlson or something like that." And then somebody oh, yeah. somebody responded with that, and he, and he just was like, basically like, eat shit, basically. Yeah, don't you want to bring people together? No. <laughs> But the, yeah, the also, record. Also, um, I I would one hundred percent pick him in a fight against Tucker Carlson. He would rip whip that dude's ass. That's a picture of him on the cover. He's pretty shredded looking. Yeah, like he's looking jacked. Very interesting. I think. Yeah, and I, I'm sure that he's like he he could probably beat that dude's ass for sure. I mean, obviously, I would pick like <laughs> nearly anyone on the planet to beat Tucker Carlson's ass, <laughs> but like I definitely think Perfect Genius could could handle him. He's he for sure. <laughs> Tucker Carlson can't fight. <laughs> There's fucking zero I know chance. I know he can. I'm just saying. I want to make sure it's clear that like, I got him in. I would say round, second round. He probably like carry him for the first round and just kind of let him get his, his work in, and then he would take him <laughs> on the second round. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it fucking rules. And it's got. I haven't really paid attention to him. I didn't listen to the last record. I need to go back because somebody was saying that it was really good. If I like this one, I would like the last one. Um, and I kind of missed it because it was kind of sleepy for a little while. Like some of his, it was some of his, so the last like, one was a much more dour. I, I was gonna say it's it's pretty, like it, it sounds very pleasant. Um, and this one seems to be more of a not party record, but it seems to be more like you said, Inc., like more of an upbeat vibe. And it's the same one as the same guy, uh, Blake Mills, who also has a new record out that people are loving, but I, I can't get into that one. Wait, that dude's on this record? He's the producer. He produced it. And he produced the last Shout one as well. Shout out to uh, Mike Robinson, Blake, a Blake Mills fan. Yeah, he's he's all right, but he's a little sleepy for me. Um, but this one fucking rips. They're, they got a song on here that basically sounds like My Bloody Valentine or like early Smashing Pumpkins. Um, 
the song Describe, and it fucking, it's so good. And then he's got like songs that almost sound like a new edition, like Cindy Lauper vibe things Whoa. and like just straight up pop songs. Like he's got like a kind of a talking heads vibe song. And basically what happened was we, I was listening to that 2020 playlist we had um, on the last pod and it's just like five hours long, but we were just, or like eight hours long or something like that. But, uh, and then every time his songs would come on, I'd be like, who the fuck is this? And I was listening to it. And I was like, I wonder if the whole, <laughs> wonder if this whole album's this good. And it, it is, it's very, very good. And J Fly also sent me a remix to um, one of the songs that I sent. I think I sent both of y'all. I know I sent it to Enoch uh, um, and Devin because I had, think I came to the store I received the day nothing that y'all, y'all, y'all were listening to, to it. Listener. But there's a. Uh, <laughs> I received nothing. I believe in nothing. <laughs> <laughs> there's a remix. Um, I think it's of On the Floor that fucking rips. It's like straight up. It's so goddamn good. Maybe we'll play the remix instead what? of the actual song. No, 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 no. We should play the actual song. Um, Can I make a quick sidebar question? Who is your favorite member of New Edition? <laughs> not, not for the can't consider their solo work. That's a pretty easy choice. But like, as a New Edition member, who's your favorite me- member? I mean, I don't know if I got. <laughs> well, Ooh, yeah. Uh, do we know any other members other than the one? What? Off the. Bell, Biv, DeVoe are in New Edition. Bell and Biv and DeVoe are well, in the edition. Okay. okay. Ricky Bell. And then Ralph Tresman. The answer is Ralph Tresman, by the way. The answer is Ralph Tresman, I thought. But never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph, Ralph Tre- and, and uh, Ricky Bell. Those are my favorites. And Johnny Gill, dude. Johnny was, Gill's the other dude. And Gill. They all went solo. I thought like it was, they're like a super group. Yeah, but I, I don't really say. have any kind of like specific. I know singles. I, I don't know like a. I've never bumped like a full record and thought like of who's who. You on seem to song. have that theory already on deck. Whereas we were like, oh, <laughs> I, I thought what it I was, was something that we had all thought about. Nah, what I was going to say is that I don't know that, that another artist has been described as a combination of my, be- my bloody Valentine and new edition. Well, they're two, <laughs> two different tracks, two different tracks, but I think yeah. both of them hit. And, and I, I was thinking my bloody Valentine, but then the more I listened to it, it, really his vocally Kevin shields and new edition. Well, vocally, it's much more early Billy Corgan when he was kind of doing a my bloody Valentine thing. Um, hate to hear that, but it, it fucking rips. It's so goddamn good. And you know who plays drums on it, Nooch? I don't. Um, I'll give you. Yeah, a, hang on. Is it going to be Ralph Tresman? <laughs> it's it's a. Uh, he's known as Buster Sideberry. Buster he, Sideberry. When he was in the Traveling Wilburys. Oh, the uh, what's his name? Our boy Jim um, Keltner, who we had a Jim chance Kel- to get the his guy who almost bought his mixer on eBay. Damn, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, Jim Keltner. I mean, I, I, I'll always remember that eBay thing. He plays drums on this record. He plays drums on the record. Yeah, I was I was looking through the like the personnel and everything else and like the liner. That notes. had to be like I need Keltner. Like that had to be like a direct <laughs> request, right? Or he, he could be looking for work. Keltner? If you look at his list, he's played like on every record ever made. Also, like, for the listener, one time Nathan and I were looking for uh, for our mixer to replace the one we were using at Nice Price, right? Yeah, it was, it was like for that, shows. Uh, you had gotten one with the PA that kind of lost the channel like almost immediately. Yeah, it lost the output. Yeah, and so we found one on eBay and it was like so-and-so, so-and-so, owned by Jim Keltner. Well, well like, there was, there was two. We, we knew the model because it was the We just, like, texted Mark Connor, and we're like, what does Slims use? And um, and so then we, we ended up Googling that on eBay, and there was, like, two. There was one that was, like, $360. We Googled it on eBay. There was, like, yeah. 
Well, there's which one. Is, which is how you should always uh, do your, your you when you're buying gear. You should eBay. text. What does Slim's use? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but uh, so I remember there was one that was like three hundred and sixty dollars. That was like Jim Keltner's old one. And then one that was like three hundred and twenty dollars that was like not Jim Keltner's, and I was like, gotta get Keltner's. Added a little, yeah, little sparkle and we, and to it. I forget how he, well, like, how he showed the provenance that it, that he could prove it had in fact been Keltner's, but he definitely was like, can prove it was Kel-. also, but like, it wasn't like it was his drum set. It was just a mixer. He was like, who gives a shit? He has like, like a selfie with him, like. This yeah, it wasn't him. it wasn't the board from like uh like room A in Nashville and it's like some amazing thing. No, it's a stupid live mixer he used, he used like it in once. his garage. Yeah, for like his kids to play fucking and Nathan's like, dude, fork over the extra dollars. It used to be no. Keltner's. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. No, I fall for that uh, shit too. I love that. I love that kind of shit. Every every time I see I, his name though, I'm not gonna lie, every time I see his name, I'm like this close. <laughs> like, like, like yeah, oh, I remember it every time now. Yeah. Oh my god, there's that goddamn Keltner. Nathan would have bought his lawnmower if it said it used to be on my Jim Keltner. He didn't give a shit. You're mo- you're more likely to achieve that. But I I do think that, that him playing on this record kind of shows you like the level of like production that's on it. It it fucking rips. It's super tight. When I'm saying that it sounds like new edition and stuff like that, that's how fucking tight it is because like everybody on here is like studio quality like like fucking you know just perfect on all all around every note is very intentional it sounds great fuck me like <laughs> i'm still here you're right there bud uh yeah i need to dive back into this uh i listened to it at the store and really enjoyed it i needed to just keep playing it until um I know more of the songs because I like them. I just haven't heard them enough to like. But then here's the question. Did you go back into that last one that you kind of skipped out on? I haven't. So I because like what we're talking about, how so many new records have come out recently. And we did the last yeah. pod. We did so many new album that we just kind of touched on. I have not had a chance yeah. to listen to anything that hasn't come out in the last three months. Basically, I'm since still... since then. So I've been listening to a lot of 2020 records, and this one has kind of come to the top of the pile for me um but at some point this year i will for sure be going back and listening to more of his stuff sick great name also perfume genius yeah that was one of the first when when they first kind of popped up onto the scene that was i can like we've talked about you judge book by their cover sometimes as you Uh, should (laughs) yeah and that was an and same goes with names, same, same idea. And I hey, was like, look, huh. they chose it. Yeah, I don't see what's so wrong with judging this book by this cover. <laughs> yeah, don't judge humans by their names. They often didn't choose those. Interesting but, like, name. I bet they make interesting music. Is well, all I mean. I, like, I, I think I played a show. Name. Also, I think I played a show. I met met the dude one time. Oh, bullshit. And we played a <laughs> show. <Keltner? laughs> Not, yeah, I wish. <laughs> That, that that definitely wouldn't be like a maybe for me. I mark that on the fucking, put that in the fucking <laughs> photo a, album. Get an autograph on your arm. Get it tattooed <laughs> on there. <laughs> but uh, no, when I was playing with Autumn, when we were doing Cassis Orange, we played with Perfume Genius at Motorco, and I remember a, a pretty atrocious, um, sound check because there was like some kind of ground hum at Motorco that they could not get out of the speakers, and he was. He was not excited about it. And you felt Less bad for the motor, motor co people. You felt bad for 
perfume genius. It was just all around. I mean, the show ended up being really good and they figured it out, but it took a very long time to figure out. And it was clearly somebody that really cared. I, I can say if I was, if I heard the same hum, I'd have been like, ah, hopefully it's going to be loud and nobody's going to notice. And, but they were very careful to make sure it sounded perfect. Well, I, I prefer the perfectionist. I like the, uh, the um it's well i don't know i like both of them actually but with, with this type of I'm music that, i think I it, also it really to it's so much good Daniel Romano that he puts out every other week <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i think that obviously it'd be insane for daniel romano to be as perfection oriented as perfume genius clearly is but with this type of music where it's like pop music very deliberate and very like thought out i think it really helps that everything's so clean and well done yeah because like one wrong step and you go into like uh, parody like yeah, it's like such yeah. a thin line to walk so you mentioned daniel romano do y'all want to take this time to transition to this thing that y'all have been wanting to talk about for fucking months well let, let's listen to one perfume genius song real fast and then come okay. back <laughs> okay and then we'll come right back with some daniel romano talk maybe <laughs> that's what i i don't know as much as y'all maybe do. i almost held off because i didn't know if we were mentioning everyone seems to it, talk about it Everyone wants to seem to talk about that. So I was like, can we, just, are, are we can talk can about that? Okay, so, so we'll be right back. We're going to listen to uh, <laughs> Perfume Genius on the floor.
fucking ass about it all for 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 months which which i will say he's been putting out a lot of material and we are going to talk uh, about seven it. records in seven weeks but to be exact we're gonna wait we're gonna talk about it uh in the maybe, next week or two maybe on a future we're call-in gonna, we'll, we'll try to we'll try to get some heads call i know in. have I've, I've been getting some some texts some dms Look. from some uh some of the other true heads that have expressed interest in maybe discussing some Daniel Romano stuff. So we there's like maybe some of those buddies will wait. We talked about a call in episode and we posted about a call in episode and that is still going to happen. Just stay tuned. We're trying to figure out the best time to do it and the best way to do it. And the Daniel Romano conversation will happen on that episode. So hang tight. Regardless of what you're talking about, uh, doesn't have to be Dana Romano related. What was it? What is the guy? The party freak. On the ah uh, yes, the party. <laughs> freak. Just look the out for the party guy. freak on uh on on Instagram. What are we Call talking it? about? We're talking that about little, we're talking the about little monster guy on the on the video look. that we posted. Someone's gonna the call the party freak. Line. You're the party oh. freak <laughs> from, from east to west coast, L.A. to New York. It's the freak phone, and here's the party freak. Friday freaker, dancing new sensation, grabbing the nation, doing the freak call now. One nine hundred four nine zero freak. So the nine hundred, nine hundred. That shit won't free. 
unlike this podcast, which is free. Hey, and also now, recently, recently added to uh, recently added to Stitcher. <laughs> we're on Stitcher. Now here's the qu- here's the- yeah, we're, <laughs> we're on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. We're getting we're getting that Stitcher money now. Good. Here's the question: Got Are we on money. Stitcher Premium, though, my dude? Huh? Well, I guess not. Are we on Wait. Stitcher Premium? Wait a fucking no, no, no. We're kill. for the people. We're for the fucking people. They wanted us to be well, premium. We should be getting that goo op. They, they, they wanted, wanted us to be premium. premium. I said, I said, give it to them for free. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, there was a box to click. Do you want premium or for the people? And you clicked for the people. Nice. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep trucking here. The main record I have trucking. Like the dude I man. I'm glad you. That's a good segue <laughs> into your record. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, please. It, it's hard it's hard for me to keep up with new things oddly because it seems like it would be very easy to keep up with new things coming out but just uh, agree actually the internet yeah yeah but but if they aren't putting out as many things it's hard to really pick out what breaks the surface or what what you might like or how to like I was <clears throat> kind of asking everyone last week how do you find new music uh and and what avenues do you go down to find new artists and all that all that jazz? Uh, I have been listening to this uh, Jess Williamson album. It came out on Mexican Summer. I guess it's her fourth record. I'm finding out. I didn't really know much about her beforehand, but it's in. The, I would say if we're talking about um, I what what is it Enoch? I don't want to say it wrong, but you want me to say it wrong. I I don't know. I. I I what a word I don't, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. Uh, uh, recommend it if you like. R I Y L. Yeah, what's the R R I Y L? As I was I starting to I, say it, I, was, I I knew that I I kept being the first word that the first letter that was coming out, so I knew I was going to say it wrong. So I was like, "Help me out." Got no help. For those who uh, Matt said it wrong. <laughs> but it's uh, I would say it's like a. Angel Olsen kind of vibe to a degree. It's um, it's very pretty. It's very pleasant sounding. She sounds like a pretty good guitar player. It's just good songwriting. It's not like a reinventing the wheel kind of shit, but it's I like putting it on when I'm driving in the sticks, if that makes sense. It just uh, I, I guess she's from Texas. I don't know much about her. I, I when I first came across this was the first I had heard of her. And to to what I was gonna say about like how you come across new music, some some artist I follow on Instagram had posted her either album art or like a poster they had made for her, and I that appealed to me. So I was like, oh shit, this seems aesthetically pleasing. Like this seems kind of like the kind of thing. I, and they were like, dodging the book by its cover in a good way. Yeah, and they were like, exactly. And they said new record out this this summer on Mexican Summer, so I clicked on it, and then that's ju- it's just one little thing I've been listening to for the past few weeks, and it's called Sorceress. And there's a couple of standout tracks. I like the, the title track is great. Uh, wo- uh, wind on tin, which sounds crazy to say. Wind wind on, on tin. Yeah, <laughs> that seems to be like the one that. The, the single, if you will, it seems to be to be the one that has the most That's hits. The hit. Yeah, and having no reference points otherwise, that that was the one I went to. But there are a couple of tracks I like just as much, if not better than that. So, Jess Williamson, 
Check I, it out. I listened to this. I enjoyed it. I liked yeah. it a lot, actually. I thought, you know what? You said Angel Olsen, and it kind of reminded me of Angel Olsen in the same way that, like, Molly Birch sort of reminds me of Angel Olsen. Like, it's not exactly Angel Olsen, but it's kind of got that, like, ghostly voice, like, kind of lo-fi. Yeah. I feel like I was like, stumbling it's... over my words a little bit. Hey, I might have had a couple. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, take it over, Nathan. It's it's dope. I, I only listened to it uh, one time through, but I, I enjoyed it. And um, I thought that... It's her fourth record. I don't know shit about her. I don't, I don't know anything about her either, but I, I didn't know but it was I'm, Mexican Summer. I'm looking summer. forward to digging in more. It makes a lot of sense that it's Mexican Summer. It's kind of got that vibe that a lot of Mexican... So if you like, if you tend to like Mexican Summer releases, I feel like you might be into this. Yeah, also, I didn't want to mislead everybody. When, you, when I made my trucking... Uh, reference. Uh, I was trying to. I thought we were segueing into the Rose City. Band. The Rose City band. So did I. That's uh, what I thought. So that's what I thought we were. <laughs> that, that's what I was trying just to coincidence. do. So now to explain for the listener why we then talked about something that was not the Grateful Dead sounding, but that's what I would thought you. Were, that's where I thought you were going. That that joke could happen at any time. To be honest, trucking um, like the Doodah Man. Pizza here. Uh, looks says for the Doodah Man. <laughs> trucking. Yeah, like even bumping that I had I hadn't heard that one either, and I listened to it and I enjoyed it, and I'm super so fucking boy. into all these fucking bands that sound like the dead all of a sudden that aren't shitty. So that <laughs> well, that's the dude from um I think it's the guy from Wooden Ships, right? Exactly, or yeah, Moon Duo, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's and, his new. Well, I don't know if it's new. I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know. Much about this the history of it. He, for all yeah. I know, he could have been doing it for a long time, and I'm just now finding out about Did it. You say it's timeless, Matt. Hey, hey, don't put words in my mouth. Um, it's well, I put the dude on my mouth. <laughs> hey, this is a pa- family podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, first of all, his name's Ripley, which is tight. <laughs> and believe it or not, I met him through Paul and Chidi, former guest of the pod, potential future potential future guest of the pod paul loves james bond maybe you remember that as a listener uh was it james bond or was it just goldfinger i feel like he only liked goldfinger uh, actually yeah that's his favorite movie yeah, of all he time got that poster framed and hung on his wall <laughs> but uh yeah he introduced me to ripley very sweet man uh he was in town the the Either the very night or the night after uh, Tom Petty died, which is which is an episode we have talked about. But I remember that because I was DJing at Neptune's. If you remember when bars were open and people could DJ at them vaguely, I was DJing that night. It was an after party for the Moon Duo show. And I played all or at least for like the last half hour, I I played like uh all the jams and I have a very vivid, awesome memory of Paul and Chidi and Ripley for moon duo dancing around to, to Tom Petty songs, like even the losers and like all the jams you like. And it, it was, it was a very fun memory. And so I've always kept up with what moon duo does and wooden ships is a great band. And then I found out he had this like kind of like folky country kind of thing that he's doing. So obviously I want to check it out. turns out it's really good. I didn't yeah. know that it was him. I, I did like it. Um, that rules that it's him. Yeah, he's Mundo played an old dig up show, like one of the first ones I ever booked, maybe. And there was not that many people. Like Ben, Arbor ben Clack opened. opened. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. But um, 
and I've been kind of following them ever since. And this this rules. It's not like Moon at all. Like it's definitely more wooden ships vibe, if anything. But sure. um, if I I I enjoyed it. And I will say I, just tangential tangentially, uh, there's a. Uh, a Black Sabbath tribute record coming out soon on Sacred Bones that they that Moon Duo has a song on. They do uh fuck, I can't remember what song they do. I'm a Iron Man. I thought you were about to actually <laughs> say you knew what it was. Have you seen when that's coming out, Enoch, as a person who owns a record store? Uh I know that I have I don't I cannot recall the date. No, I can probably tell you pretty quickly, but I've ordered it. They but. have a song on that and I Obviously a cover because it's a tribute album, but they put out a thing last year that is. Oh, is the song? I think it's called Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> this is digging a little deeper. This is like this is this is 2019, I'm sure. But Moon Duo put out a cover EP. It's just like a two track thing of a suicide song and a Stooges song. And I heard the suicide cover played at Slim's a while ago. Or no, it's an Alan Vega solo. It's it's Jukebox Babe, and I was like, "Who is this covering Jukebox Babe?" Because it sounded good, and I, they were and Mike Wallace, I think it was, was like, "This is Moon Duo," and I was like, "Oh shit!" And I looked it up, and they had also done No Fun, I think, or 1969, by the Stooges, and that the little cover thing they did. They were both you you kind of are always skeptical of covers of these iconic songs that you love, but they did a really fun, cool version of them, and this is kind of like. I'm more just like saying this guy rules. Check out his band, Rue City Band. <laughs> Got a long history of being good, and this does not <laughs> break from that. Again, I'm 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 rambling on. Might have had me a couple. No one's noticed. <laughs> Shut <laughs> the hell. Well, what song you want to listen to? A song real fast. <laughs> you want to listen to a song from uh from one of them? Yeah, I would love to. Which one you want to listen? Let's listen to Rose City Band after Rose all this City Band, uh, yeah. gushing. Yeah.
Treat you, fellas. This is Welcome how back I to ninety-one point five. The, the fuck. Damn, son. Sorry, I was going to my my Bob and Madison. Y'all remember Bob and Madison? Shout out to Bob and Madison on the showgram. G one hundred five, right? Yeah. Shout off, actually, but um, <laughs> but shout out in a weird way. Shout out to to being in your mom's car with the radio on. Uh, shout off to the the actual performers, <laughs> or at least to Bob. He sucked. Do we know? Is there an anecdote there? Do we know why he sucked? He or, was just—he was whacked. Or he was sucked. Just, okay. he was lame. Got it. Yeah, fucking cornball is shit. That's an understatement. I was yeah, gonna say it was, was '90s uh, 
radio. Uh, oh yeah, you know, honestly, I don't even know if he's alive. I ha- I haven't thought about him since 1999, but um, it suddenly occurs to me that I wonder what he is up to. Did any of y'all go? To, <laughs> did any of y'all go to uh, <laughs> Kings the night Bob the Blade was there? Okay, <laughs> I did not, but I've heard several stories about yeah, that night. Uh, Baba Baba Booey himself. Oh, you mean oh Robert the Blade? Luke was there. He got Robert. Shout he got Bob uh, Bob the Blade to come to like a. I don't remember if it was like a gong show or what it was at Kings, but the celebrity it was, guest um, I, it was, was uh, Robert the, the Blade. Show where they ask one person what their husband will think, and then they ask their spouse what they answered or whatever. What's that show called? New like, match game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. New. So it's like, hey, Nathan, what's your what's your favorite you know vegetable? And he says carrots. And then you you bring out Liz, and you're like, Liz, what did Nathan say was his favorite vegetable? And then she guesses, and it's like you get rewarded for knowing your your spouse or partner better. I haven't actually seen the show. I just know the concept. But um, yeah, Robert the Blade. He uh, I'm told he was an asshole and a creep. <laughs> At least Bob the Blade. <laughs> I know it's hard. Look, it's hard to to believe. Um, you know, it's a uh, Robert dot the blade dot radio. Shout out, to, shout out to Baba Booey. He got uh, as far as I knew, Baba Booey got him there. He's the one who like arranged all that to happen. If I recall, his autobiography, The Blades, that is mm-hmm. his memoir, was out, and he was trying to promote it. <laughs> and he yeah. was like, "Yeah, oh, fuck th- yeah, I'll do it." I thought you were about to give us an anecdote of, from Bob the Blades <laughs> memoir. Uh, I mean, I've got the audio book on CD. We should read. Uh, <laughs> we don't have any homework for this week, but uh, we should get the book and read it for homework. <laughs> Bob, Bob you the know, Blades. It turns out that memoir. Bob Abu will fucking read anything. <laughs> so yeah, so get, have him read the Bob the Blade autobiography. <laughs> That Baba Booey, that Baba Booey autobiography was not bad. I don't, yeah. I don't say that. I never said it was. I'm just saying that, like, here's the books that that, that Luke has read since quarantine. Uh, Moby Dick, uh, Baba Booey's fucking autobiography, <laughs> and now up next, the Bob the Blade book. Anyway, I uh, just heard the Rose City Band. Um, what we're going to hear in a minute is the record that I've been listening to the most lately, which is the new Jamie Wyatt record, Neon Cross. Did y'all listen to it at all? I'm curious. I did. I'll yeah. be honest. I did not. Haters. Hater. Excuse me. Um, well, you might be able to add that S back in. Oh, boy. What, <laughs> okay. So what was your what did you not like, Nathan? No, I, I did. I, I liked it. Um, I thought that uh, stylistically it's not totally my vibe um right i think that if a song or two were on like if we put them in the 2020 like playlist that we've got on the the link tree and it came up like one or two of these songs in the mix with everything else i think i'd probably be into it but listening to the whole album like the production felt very like early 2000s late 90s like in a way that like I kind of like it when Lucinda Williams sounds like this. I didn't always love it when she was sounding like this. Like it was like that kind of like borderline outlaw country stuff that is sometimes good, but it's really hard to pull off super well. Um, I'm, 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 I, I don't want to sound like I'm trashing cause I didn't hate it, but I, at the same time, especially after listening to um, the two records that Matt had um, first, it seemed like, I, this one definitely felt like a different vibe, and maybe if I hadn't listened to them all in a row, I wouldn't have thought that. But it was it was very different well, from what I was expecting. What 
it's so it's funny you say that, Nathan, because your boy Shooter Jennings is the one who produced the record. Who's the, who's his you, dad? Uh, Willie Nelson. <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah, no, he named him after his best friend, William Shooter uh, Waylon Jennings. Hey, one time I for like ten seconds convinced Parker Shields that his name was Way Long Jennings, <laughs> that there was a G on the end of his first name. Late shout out birthday. Like, his birthday was yesterday. Oh, Shut yeah. off. He thought he believed that shit. Wait, he turned me way long? <laughs> like, incredulously. Anyway, uh, Shooter produced it. I, I thought there are some songs I think sound really good. Um, I think that the whoever plays pedal steel and the guitars and stuff all sound like... The guitars sound cool as shit. It's not the, They the, sound really cool. The drums are kind of where it loses me a little bit. So what's interesting is that also there's... Particularly there's one song on here called Livin', L-I-V-I-N. There's a couple of songs that I think end up caught in the middle of straddling um, the worlds of current uh, country production, like the maybe not the Brent Cobb style of like you know Jason Isbell and um, all these big people, but then also like but I love Travis Tritt. Like some of them, I think end up in that in that particularly that one song L I V I N. That song is good to me. I really like it. But I could also hear someone saying like, ah, Where, like wait, you wait, did. which is that? Where's that at? It was like the third or fourth song. It, track three is is L I V I. Okay, that I'm almost certain that that's the one. Okay, that's the one that I thought that exact thing, and it kind of turned me off for the whole rest of the time. Um, but I didn't. I thought overall it was pretty good. It's just that once is that the one where she also like maybe cusses and like kind of almost like stops for a second while she's there. There was one where um, she, she drops like a like a bullshit or like don't want nobody to take my shit or something like that. Yeah, there's there's another song. Well, so it's weird. One thing that happens a lot in current country shit is there's like the vocalists who sing other people's songs because they can sing country music great. And then there's the songwriters who sometimes can't sing for shit, but they want to write their own songs. And then sometimes, you know, with stuff in the middle that is okay. she's still, I think, on the vocalist side, like her songs aren't all the way there. They, they still mention whiskey too much and they fall onto some cliched stuff. But there's also a song on here, the title track, Neon Cross, that I think is a great song. And um, there's, it's probably one song too long, this record, but but the peaks of it, I think, are, like, great. I really love it. And then her voice, I think, is, ama- like, truly great. Like, she could sing anything, and I think it would be intriguing. Um, so I think that it accomplishes a lot of stuff. I could see, like you said, if you aren't super into this kind of music, then it may not be your vibe. And especially if you don't like both ends of that, so if you're like, a, no, I'm a Sturgill Simpson and, or nothing kind of vibe, which is okay. But like, if that's your tip, or if you're like, I listened to the stuff from the 70s and then like two people from now, then, and you cringe when you hear Brooks and Dunn, then this is probably not going to be for you maybe. Um, and it's not all the way on that tip at all. I don't want to say that it no, is. No, no, no. It's, there, it's got, there are some things that sort of, it, like I said, it tries to kind of be both ways a little bit. It It's, it's. I think that, like I said, there's some good songs. I think if it was in a mix, even with other stuff like this, I think it would be some some really good songs to add something like that. I just feel like when I was listening to the whole thing, after listening to some other records that are more typical of what I listen to, this one I was just kind of like not as into. I thought that I, I, I wasn't – I'm not trying to sound like I didn't like it because I did actually enjoy it. You can sound like whatever you want to sound like, man. All no, I'm saying- I mean, well, I, I, I just – I. Just because I liked it less than the other ones we listened to today, it makes it sound like I disliked it. And also, I like when uh, Enoch recommends me to me something, and I'm like, "Fuck this!" But uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I thought it was pretty good overall. And um, which for, the listener may have noticed, that's everything I suggest. 
we watch boxing and he's like this is horrible nascar is the worst thing in the fucking world this record sucks like i would I'll never I, read, i'll never read a book like uh i i would uh totally go to a nascar race i would go to a boxing match i dislike watching I them in my house my invite after these scathing reviews you've given it because i'm not gonna waste my shit on you i i I, would, I don't love watching it in my inside my house at like 3 p.m in the afternoon on youtube well that was that's that is what i requested um uh but i i know you like i really i i think that it does sound really good I, like i said there's there's a few it's certainly one song too long um and then but i think the peaks are really 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 high and I think uh, her voice is something I could I could listen to her sing just about anything, um, but I uh, I thought that it looks speaking of judging the book by the cover, great cover. Um, she seems cool. I don't honestly know much about her to be honest, um, but I know that as of right now, the title track "Neon Cross" is probably the song I've played most this year. I would guess if I had, I haven't done the numbers. Huh. But it's probably it's probably very high on that list. It sounds like a me. band. It, the The title Neon Cross sounds like a band you would see in a punk face. Well, yeah, and that's I think the best written <laughs> song on the record too. It's got the best as far as Same lyrics and like imagery. Cross. She has a very <laughs> poignant line about wearing uh, what she calls quote pitiful perfume, but I think create in, invokes the right like a very specific kind of image. Is this um how low key? How ha where is she at in the in the radar zone? Like, is she is she played on the radio? No, no, not anywhere. Okay. No, she's still like, um, what she would be. She has one like I guess it was maybe technically a record, but it's probably an EP I think before this. This is on New West. This is her first release on New West. Mm. I think. Um, I think this is her first what you call like actual album, gotcha. and. If she were to be playing in town, I think it would be a smaller venue. I don't know if it was like a Margot um, or opening kind of vibe or. Oh no no she's no like, she might if she's I think if she she would be, thrilled to be opening for Margot. Got Price. it. Got it. Um, but very good record I think. Neon Cross, Jamie Wyatt. There you go. Um, Matt, you, the listener you may have noticed Matt didn't chime in much. He couldn't be bothered to listen to it. So. I didn't know much about <laughs> it. I was I was listening. <laughs> That's that's what happens when you don't listen to the record. You end up not knowing that much about it, so not a shocker. Yeah. No, no, I don't know anything about her. Yeah, so I did, what I did is I didn't listen to it even at all, and then now I don't have any knowledge. <laughs> Wait, I can't tell if you're zinging me or not. Oh, I'm um, zinging you. For the listener, well, I'm zinging him. Do y'all want to? No. End with that song. We should end with Neon. Yeah, Cross, let's, let's right? end with Neon Cross. That's what I was gonna say. This is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. most yeah. listened to song of the year. Well, besides the national anthem, um, oh kidding, boy. goddamn, Jesus! <laughs> I'm working on a remake. Ten, so you listen to the original. Nine. Line. Oh, I wait, forgot oh, to set the timer. I forgot to set the fucking timer. Sorry, boys. Timer. If this is, is going haywire, I'm going to be totally honest. If this one is over an hour, it's my fault. I know that we've been pretty good about sticking to it, but right I totally fucking forgot to set the timer today. I mean, if we come in at like 104 or 105, that's that that's probably not too bad. It will be okay. Yeah, sorry about that. Also, if we're at like 20 minutes, I I honestly can never tell until after we're done. I think we're probably usually about 20 minutes. Uh, Matt, I guess we'll have details for the listeners soon about this call-in situation. Um, Big time. Uh, Possibly, I I'm thinking. So for the call-in, I'm just gonna throw it out there that 
I think um, the twentieth, June twentieth. My oh shit, no, that's my granddad's funeral. Um, maybe, maybe like maybe we'll wait like well, two weeks. Literally the only thing I, can't <laughs> I know. Keep, I just keep your eyes peeled on social media. We'll, we'll definitely post about it. We'll get the party freak out there telling you when it is. <laughs> One nine hundred party freak. <laughs> It's it's probably maybe maybe the twenty seventh or twenty eighth if if we can't do it on Father's Day I feel like sure. that that would be a bad day so maybe maybe let's aim for the end of the month and we'll try to do a pot or two before then as well and uh, yeah keep an eye out for the party freak uh, yeah we'll a little time to open up the freak line we gotta open up the freak line <laughs> and soon um, I'll have some information about my uh, upcoming new podcast project. <laughs> Which I might be helping with the the um, theme song for. Yeah, me and, me and Thomas love are gonna try to work on that. Or hate it, you gotta love it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thomas came by the store. Actually, he says he's gonna work on the pot. That he had a good idea for that that Eagles joint. Oh really? Maybe he'll just take yeah. it and, and run with it. All right, we done. Well, we out. I guess. Let's so. uh, uh, let's listen to Neon Cross by um, Jamie. Oh boy, Wyatt! I was thinking Wydell right for some the reason. Finish line. <laughs> All right, and here we go. Neon Cross with Jamie Wyatt, um, Enix' favorite song of the the decade so far. <laughs> um, hey, this is Bob. I'm Madison. Uh, thanks for. Listening oh, I did look up. Time. Madison left abruptly 15 years ago, and then came back to 96.1 in 2019. We should get her as a guest. Whoa. She just came back to radio in 2019. Yeah, that's what this article from. <laughs> what a weird time to revisit it. Sorry, yeah. I, should, I should have brought this up when it was um, February 25th, 2019. I'm at Madison, her, not you. I mean, the world needs Madison. Let's be real. Bob and we got to get her. I wonder what she charges for her. Oh, her cameo is dirt cheap. <laughs> if we wanted to yeah, let's, get her, cameo, let's get her on the pod. Dude, there's, there's a Wikipedia. <laughs> Bob and the Showgram. For sure. It's got a Wikipedia. That blows my mind. You going to upload all your uh, notations from the CD liner notes? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a solid burn. Do you remember every Friday they used to listen to fucking uh, Friends in Low Places? That was like their, their morning ritual every oh, Friday episode. The show was so wet. I don't remember any of that shit. If anything, I was I guess I was maybe listening to like Breakfast Club or some fucking equally not good thing. Madison Lane is her name. Controversies. Hang on, there's a whole fucking ton of oh my god, it's like it's for the next chapters. pod. For the next pod. Okay. <laughs> we'll go in right. on uh Madison. Here we go. Yeah, Bob Jamie Showgram has a history of controversial broadcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie uh, Wyatt Neon Cross. Here we go. Later. Bye-bye.